Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hi, this is Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. You are listening to Amplified Live Radio. Dr. Ken Rashawn, aka Dr. Smiley, will be with us hopefully soon. So I know that yesterday we had no internet, so he might be having some internet technicalities, but let's hope that he has something so magical that happened that he has to come on and share good news, because wouldn't that be even more terrific and more exciting? And until then, we've got his back and got him covered. So I'm executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, and we want to thank our sponsors, first of all, Voice America Influencer Channel. In fact, we were just talking about Jeff Spinard, who uh, we lost last year um, and uh, to illness, and so uh, he um, was in charge of Voice America. It was his baby, and so we're so honored to still be here and still keep things alive in his memory, and uh, we might talk about him a little later because our host. Uh, or excuse me, our uh, guest today um, also has a radio show on Voice America. Ken, I was telling them that I was hoping for really good news when you came on. <laughs> well, the good news is I have power again. The The power in my basement shut down. So I hit a switch and it all went blah, blah. So I was trying to figure it out. And I'm not the most. I told them I had no power yesterday. For, <clears throat> I had no internet yesterday. So uh, um, I told them maybe you were having power challenges. So apparently I, I, I was reading into that. So mm-hmm. I was finishing our sponsors. So we also want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, MyMakeupLady.com, and MenFashion.com. And we want to remind you to have a dose of hope in your life by going to www www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. So your donations and outreach would be very, very welcome to help others. Back to you, Ken. Well, how have you been doing? I'm doing wonderful, uh, besides internet. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's a little delayed. So any events? Oh, I'm delayed? Oh, I shouldn't be delayed here. I should be where it's fine now, but hmm, that's concerning. Well, I thought you were, or you're imitating a, a Bruce Lee film. That could be it too. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, hopefully there's no other delays and uh, I don't even have it uh, streaming yet because it is acting up or being weird, I see. Um, so how about I go ahead and introduce our guests unless you have some cool things you'd like to share for us? No, let's bring it. Okay, cool. Uh, Let me get him on. I'd like to introduce our friend, Frank Hellring. Uh, Frank is an absolute go-getter, a super amazing man. Um, We've known about him and crossed paths. It was my understanding that you guys already had known or talked or whatever in the past uh, through Jeff Spinard and Voice America. And let me pull up his information and tell you a little bit more about him. So not only is he the super amazing uh, serial entrepreneur, always looking for the business owner, he's the CEO and founder of the Hub Mart LLC. He's an established executive with over 45 years of service encompassing, encompassing Christian ministries, private and corporate insurance, public and philanthropic enterprises, and private equities. Uh, he's been doing so many things in his past. Um, he was executive director of World Vision of Orange County, acted as president and CEO of a community-based organization for local government agencies, the COO of a Allure Medical Aesthetics. Um, he's been in films. He's uh, helped with three nationally national events that helped combat um, combat veterans uh, come to peace with the um, the gentleman from Vietnam of uh, who they were fighting against and actually have forgiveness. So it's a beautiful story. And he lives with his wife in Mission Viejo, and he does so many great things and so much great work. And I've had the pleasure of meeting him in person. So I'm so glad to have you two co- finally meet. There's much to collaborate on when you find out what all he's doing. He's all about passive income and helping others. 
But Frank, I was waiting to hear the part where you're a serial entrepreneur. I'm not, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> well, good morning, Ken. Good morning, Andrea. It's so wonderful to be on your show this morning. And uh, quite frankly, this is part of a fulfillment of a vision that Jeff and I had of host-to-host interviews on Voice America. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff had quite the vision, right? He did. How long have you been on Voice America? Second year anniversary coming up the 5th of August. So you, uh, you did know him then? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Believe it or not, he actually helped me craft this show. He uh, called me out of another network and told me the small businesses basically uh, needed a voice. And he Mm -hmm. felt that that was me. And uh, we crafted this show. And uh, I'll tell you, there isn't a time that I'm on the air that I'm not thinking about him. Yeah, we like us. We we wouldn't have this radio um, career for as long as it's been because he did believe in us first. So he's an amazing guy. I have to say, it's pretty cool that you're photobombing yourself, though. Well, I try. (laughs) (laughs) It works. It works. So we met at an event, right? Yeah, I'm trying to jog my memory, Ken. You want to kind of, you know, help me there? I, I was trying to remember, too. I, I do agree with uh, that we did meet, but I'm trying to remember, too. So we'll leave that one alone for now. Okay, At age so, 70, you have those senior moments, you know. Go I ahead. know. Well, I <laughs> wish I was 70. I'm, I'm yeah. 85 now. So this is a big uh, that was a big compliment you just gave me. There you go. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, have the audience get to know how you became who you are. We all know that you what you're doing and we can go into further depth there. But where were you born? What was your childhood like? I was born in Washington, D.C., Ken. You know, my dad was my dad was USDA for 33 Mm -hmm. some odd years back during the era of the FDR administration. Uh, My father put the word K in front of ration, you know, on two million uh, soldiers during World War Two. So I'm a government brat. I was born in D.C., raised in Arlington, Virginia. And then when he passed away, when I was age 15, my mother had nothing going on the East Coast. So we moved to the West Coast, completed my education out here on the West Coast, uh, went into college, bailed out of there after a couple of years. <laughs> Wasn't for me. And then uh, answered a blind ad and ended up selling Kirby vacuum cleaners for the next five years. Uh, took me 33 demonstrations to sell my first one. Then I became a top salesman, field trainer, field motivator, and then had two area distributorships in Orange County moving cola wagons all over Southern California, uh, selling dirt suckers. You know. And then when the remorse laws changed, had to move out of that arena and jumped into the insurance game and was there from 77 to 91. And during that period of time, I lost my first wife to cancer, had two beautiful sons birthed. And then in 92, married my current wife. We'll celebrate our 30th year anniversary coming up July the 25th. And then, uh, believe it or not, ended up becoming a pastor of a church uh, for over two years. And then my back surgery blew me out of that. And then ended up with World Vision uh, for four years uh, back during the Clinton administration, Tamara, Tefra, DEFRA, uh, welfare reform and whatnot, trying to motivate the churches to become part of the safety net with your Italian after four years of that effort. <laughs> and then uh, basically went into the equities realm, was there for, for a number of years. And then uh, basically a lot of philanthropic moves and whatnot ended up, you know, in a network uh, doing a Voice America co-host with another network. And here I am today doing my own show. Amazing. Well, I want to congratulate you because I can tell you've never shared that before. So that's pretty oh, cool. I have. Believe it or not, I've got my uh, co-host who does my political centric shows with me and she interviewed me, meet Frank Hellring. So, yeah, that's up out of 80, 80 shows in the camp. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, was there anything in your childhood that gave you the bug for serial entrepreneurism? I got to say this, that, you know, my dad, you know, was a big, big piece of helping to electrify farms and towns and villages and hamlets, because during World War II, there were no electric outlets, you know, in that arena. It was all the major metropolitan cities. So if you remember the smiling electrical plug, that was my dad. And so, you know, you have to look at it from an aspect that he brought communities together. Uh, That's my roots. That's my essence. That's my DNA. That's my RNA. In fact, that is definitely my motivation right now for doing what I'm doing. Small business needs to come together or we're going to get knocked off like 10 pins. You know what? I'll say that it just has to do with um, providing things to people who normally don't have access is what I meant to say. And um, and it's it's a really big problem. network of connection and monetary gain for a lot of people, but it's a, it's a big project that's new. So. Yeah. And you didn't even have a Merriam Webster's out. That's pretty good. Go ahead. Andy. So you, uh, <laughs> you mentioned, speaking of connections with a K, uh, you mentioned that your dad put the K in 
something earlier. Front of the front of the word ration. They called them K rations, right? That's what fed our uh, fighting men on the field. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because without electricity, you don't have dairy. Without electricity, you don't have farms. And, you know, towns, you know, uh, FDR needed the REA, the Rural Electrification Administration. And my dad was a big piece of that. And uh, what drew you to Kirby? Uh, basically, answer the blind ad. I mean, have, have we all done it? You know, and I ended up, you know, uh, in front of Sam Corintello, who was a U.S. Marine in World War II, who basically got up in his incredible, uh, you know, uh, what, let's see what patent leather white shoes, you know, with the bell bottoms back in that I'm dating myself now. Right. With a big old chain Italian guy hanging off, driving his caddy up and whatnot. Say, I, I, I punch, I don't want to punch my clock. I don't want to punch my clock. Right. So it resonated, you know, and I sat there and I said, Hey, let's, let's give it a shot. So I did. So you did 33 before you sold your first one. Yeah. It's called persistence. It, it, it is definitely called persistence in the biggest way. So if it had been 80, would you have kept going? Okay, so what was the trick on number 34? Uh, probably a lot of, uh, you know, trial and error to some degree. Uh, because, you know, when you take a cold product into a cold prospect, heat them up and get them to spend $610, that's not the easiest thing in the world to do, Kim. Yeah, and I, I know it's not. Kirby, back then, 610 that's like, I don't know, 2000 now, right? E- easily, yeah. Yeah, easily, like probably 2300 more. Like yep, that. yep. Yep. Okay, so... Uh, you were kind of like the Zig Ziglar of the Kirby. Somewhat to a degree. You know, what was amazing about that company is that if you sold a machine, you got to sing a song. I, I can still remember those, you know, in the sales meetings, you know. Well, I know you want to sing a song now. So. No, I don't. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have you back for show two with the RNA and the Kirby song. All right. You got it. That works. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, Ken, well, Josh Lisky was isn't that Kirby? Does does Frank and Josh know each other? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, he might. That was a little while ago. Josh has been doing them re- more recently. So Josh Lisky yeah. is. Uh, do you know him? Yo, I'm removed from Kirby a long time. I figured. Yeah, you. No. I mean, you've been out of there. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how long he was out there. or not okay. out. <clears throat> well, um, Josh does rather well with Kirby and. I believe he's still working for Kirby. So um, he even does events where he sponsors them and uh, provides a Kirby as to the winner of the ultimate sphere competition, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So remorse laws. um, um, I mean, it kind of explains itself, but what you said you were impacting up. Well, you remember we used to have the direct sales association, which basically was a vanguard over all door to door sales. And you had a remorse law that uh, a client could cancel things, you know, within three days, you know, of purchase. Mm -hmm. But then they extended it to 10. Well, when they did that, they put DSA pretty much, you know, as the incredible uh, voracious uh, regulatory over direct sales pretty much drove everybody out of business. That's kind of like uh, when you go to those airports in other countries and it says, buy these cigarettes and it says in big print, they will kill you. I mean, it's, it gives you lots of time to go backwards. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I had to jump out of that uh, arena. My brother was in the insurance game and I picked up the phone and I said, uh, hey, you know, what do you think? And I ended up at Occidental Life for a year and then I blew out of there and started my own agency and never looked back. Very cool. Well, I see that uh, Andrea has a question for you. So go for it, Andrea. Oh, I was uh, just uh, sending you some messages. Well, actually, uh, he, Frank, you know, you you said you were recently doing a shift with your show and uh, doing some things with investors. And that is something that's always very exciting. And with Ken and I doing this for seven years now and five years on the Influencers channel, we, we'd love to hear how you're expanding and how we can support for you. Well, like anything else, you know, uh, Voice America lives and dies on these shows with sponsor revenue, right? And and advertising revenue. And of course, with the pandemic, all that got hit hard. So Jeff and I had a vision and whatnot of creating revenue share relationships, you know, with advertisers where it was symbiotic in the fact that, you know, we become media partners to these incredible organizations. And if they make sales, uh, it's like the smoke on a wheel, right, Ken? It comes back to the hub, which is my show. And uh, everybody wins. And so that is exactly what we're building right now. We have a tremendous amount of uh, pretty high-end people that uh, are going to get a lot of media coverage from this uh, show platform. And uh, I think it's going to work out well. Awesome. So why don't you share the premise of your show, uh, some of the things you've taught people? Well, basically, business buzz. I mean, I've got over 80 shows in the can right now. And, uh, you know, the criteria of a guest getting on my show right now in the midst of the pandemic, and we are 
uh, is advocacy, resource, and expertise. If you fit one or all of those, you're going to end up on my show because those are the three things necessary for small business to come up out of this incredible morass called COVID-19 and become the phoenix that I know they can become. Uh, and then beyond that, uh, I came up with the three R's in answer to the three P's, right, which a lot of people did not get or see a dollar one from that. American Airlines did. That's another story. And those are recover. You know, I mean, small business got hit right between the eyeballs with this pandemic. I know I own a small business within a few short days. I'm shut out out of my medical aesthetics practice and away from my customer base for a period of 90 days. But because we're a medical company, we were essential in the state of California. So we had to reopen. But think about all the companies that didn't open. Right. So what you have is a recovery phase, a damage control, if you will. You're going to have to make some pretty hard decisions once you're able to come back up. Beyond that was rejuvenate. That's the second R. Marketing and communications are never going to be the same. People think things are going to go back to normal. Think again. They're not even going to go back to a normal. The word of the day is change. So you're going to have to think outside the box, look back, probably not see the box. And one of the things that we talked about, Jeff and I, was to move small businesses more to the center on the virtual world by helping them to get their own shows. And I'm happy to report I just had that first one go down. I have a show coming up uh, through a guest that I interviewed about a month ago. He's coming up in August with his own show platform. So that was kind of a fulfillment of Jeff and I's dream of bringing more and more small businesses into Voice America. Last but not least is the big R, which is return. And return is return to profitability. The day of all the loans are gone, okay? PPP's gone. EIDL's gone. As a matter of fact, SBA just went out of business in the EIDL realm, uh, you know, realm. They don't have any money. Did you ever think of your wildest dreams? The SBA ran out of money? They ran out of money, okay? Guess what? Somebody's asleep at the switch back in Washington. That's another story. But last but not least, we got to get back to profitability. Got to get back to profitability. Small business has to return to making money. That's one of the three P's. Yep. What are the other two P's? No, three R's. Three R's. No, I know. I got three R's, but we had yeah. three P's before? Uh, three P's were the uh, loans, you know, the loan platforms that came oh. out of Washington, uh, yeah, out of the CARES Act. Yeah. Gotcha. So you have 80 in the can? Yep. 80 shows in the can. So if you uh, went to sleep for a little while, you'd, you'd have some shows going. I've only rebroadcast twice in the entire tenure I've been with Voice America. Everything is live on my platform, and I write all the show descriptions. So the 80 in the can are beyond the live? Yep. All, rebro- all rebroadcast mode. Man, that's, that would be a heck of a book. Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, I've never written a book, quite frankly, Ken. Uh, I've been encouraged to do so. What I need is a ghostwriter. I do have a writing gift and talent, but I sure would like to have a little backup. Well, I've been saying for four years now out of my six, I want to do a book called Amplified Gold Nuggets because my guests have given me amazing nuggets during the show and just kind of giving a synopsis of the show, the gold nuggets that came out of the show, and then, of course, a QR code link to get to the show to hear it. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we're going to be doing, all, as you can see with my backdrop here, uh, if you take a look at the old logo of Business Buzz and Business Watch, it's totally being redone. And everything's being retooled. And we're going to bring up a brand spanking new website. And on that website is going to be a specific section that's called alumni, show alumni. So we're going to list every guest that's been with me since the inception of the show by market sector classification, marketing, communications, administration, HR, whatever the case may be. And they're going to get basically plugged when I hit, you know, bizbuzz.live from the, from the platform live uh, each and every week. And I'll direct them right to the website. And if somebody needs that kind of resource, there it is. You, sir, are a serial entrepreneur. Brilliant, yes, sir. Brilliant leverager, like a publicist and a marketer. Thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah. that. I am looking for a publicist, though. Oh, well, you should, you should talk to Andrea. She's, I've, only got, I've only got so many molecules in this body, Ken, you know, and at age 70, they are dissipating. Matter of fact, uh, have you ever had the situation of knowing that you lose 280,000 brain cells a day? I found that out at my age. Sometimes it's 281. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been cutting back on my water and having some uh, more beer so I could increase that number to 300. Okay. <laughs> 
goodness. Uh, um, I, I, believe, things- I, I believe those little beer yeast, they go in there and they recultivate some of, some of those guys. And they, they may not be as smart when they come back, but I mean, they're, they're still trying. Yeah, brain cells. You know, it's funny. When I founded my company, the Hub Martin LLC in 2016, one of the major buzzwords that we used was amplify your business. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. That is, so, well, when, when I met him, I met him at Elevate, uh, Frank, where I got to be in person with him, Ken. And one of the reasons I wanted him to be on your show is because I saw this connectivity between you guys. You both have this. I, you come up with these really amazing ideas on how to bring other people in and do other things with them with marketing. And when you talked about the gold nuggets for his show, I was excited about that because Frank, I had mentioned that to you a couple of times. I, I was really um, hoping you could see how um, that would leverage all those people that you were talking about and you could even monetize it differently. So oh. I'm so glad you guys were able to do that here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, business buzz is the radio piece. Ken business watch is the live event piece. Uh, I intend to do both. I've done red carpets uh, in the past, and uh, I actually did one at the Elevate, as as Andrea knows. And uh, I was just appointed live host uh, for events for Voice America in California. So when they do live events out here, I'll be the guy. That is awesome. Where do you reside? Mission Viejo, California. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Uh, who was your first guest? My first guest uh, ever on August 5th. The uh, name of that show was The American Restaurant Crisis spelled C-R-Y-S-I-S. My first guest with uh, Stephen Zalesi, 26 years food and beverage manager of San Diego County. And they used to have 1,600 restaurants in that neck of the woods. Guess how many they got today? 500. They have had such a drop-off you cannot believe. Wow. How did you choose him? I chose it because... I believe that the most embattled market sector of the small business community in this country right now is family-owned restaurants. At last count, it, we've lost about 50%. Hmm. And the 50% that are there alive are not necessarily thriving. No, absolutely not. And if we get a pandemic uh, rerun again, uh, they're going to get hit even worse because right now, Uh, And we're working with this right now with a company called Zen Delivery, which is going to be coming out and saving restaurants so much money. It's going to be crazy because are you aware that DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, all these wonderful takeout and deliveries charge those restaurants 30 percent to deliver their own food to their own customers? I'm quite aware it's the Uber. It's the Uber charge. Yeah, it's called Predator. And they uh, they, they're basically at 30 percent because they are splitting with the driver. Exactly. And well, actually, no, that's not true. The driver only gets about five bucks. Plus, he gets extra for mileage. That 30% goes back to DoorDash to pay for these incredible apps, marketing and advertising campaigns. And what the restaurants don't realize is that these guys aren't making any money right now. Why aren't they making any money right now? Why are they blowing out so much of this copy out across the world? Because they want to grab market share. When you grab market share, now you can do all kinds of wonderful things, can't you? Like, like change the price. Like change the price. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, we're getting uh, close to break time in about two or three minutes. So let me, uh, let me move to our lovely question of, well, actually not a question, but a point about the restaurants. So when you go into restaurants, the prices are rather high to accommodate the lack of people attending. And then you have the service issues. Absolutely. I mean, the pandemic, I mean, you'd think you had a, a NASA spacesuit, you know, on your server uh, at the table. And, uh, you know, I, I remember the 12 page director that went out from Governor Newsom and we read that actually on the air. And we got to a point where it said, if you have windows in your establishment, open them up so you can get unrestricted airflow blowing through your establishment. And I said, is this the same governor, you know, that closed the beaches in California with unrestricted airflow? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's amazing because the uh, the minimum wage has impacted the uh, servers, the waiters, all that. They they have a higher fee, right? It's like a Chinese fire drill in the restaurant community right now. If a guy sees another extra buck, that's where he's going to go. This is going to create such a dining brook in the restaurant community. Loyalty is the thing of the past. Really? Why don't you expand on that? Bottom line is, I mean, <laughs> we got tons of jobs out there, right? They're not being filled. I just had an incredible author on my show who put it together a show, uh, a book called uh, Redesigning Work. Really gifted. Uh, Linda Graydon. 
Brayton out of the UK. And what an incredible guest she was. But basically what she was saying is that, you know, <laughs> you got to rethink the way you do the job process. And where we came up with the analogy is remember the movie nine to five mm-hmm. when they changed everything on that floor and right. all of a sudden productivity went straight up. When I brought that out on the show, she went, I got to go get that clip. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know, that's it. So uh, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we're going to be back in a couple minutes. Uh, Andrea, why don't you share our sponsors again? Sure. Thank you so much to Voice America Influencers Channel, MyMakeupLady.com, Amplifluence, The Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, The Umbrella Syndicate, and MenFashion.com. And please send your love and your cash donations to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we have uh, we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And we'll be back after these messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, 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 thank you so much for coming back for another exciting episode and segment of this show. And we were dancing like crazy. Frank, you are quite the dancer of our theme song. (laughs) I uh, gear up every single week to taking care of business by BTO. Isn't that a great one? Unbelievable. Yeah, we had, uh, who was the gentleman we had on the show that was with Bachman Turnover Drive? Andrea? Uh, Colin Weeb. Colin Weeb, yeah. He was, he was, how was he affiliated with him? He was playing with him, right? He, he's a, a bassist and a lead singer. Yeah. And uh, I, I have some confusion because I thought he sang with them, but I do know that he, the guy who is the main Bachman Turner guy, I know he traveled the world with him and did other projects and stuff with him as well. So I, right now I'm having a misconnection, disconnection on exactly what all his role has been with them. So you started your show August 5th. Yes, sir. 2020. Why, right, why in the middle of, right in the middle of the pandemic. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it, well, even the beginning still, uh, yep. because it got extended. So why that date? Well, it just worked out that way. You know, as you well know, when you uh, sign on with Voice America, you go through the gauntlet for six weeks. You know, even though I had previous radio experience, they polished me and honed me. And uh, at that particular time, I had just Fennard as my mentor on the show. You didn't, doesn't get any better than that. I was going to say you look rather polished. Thank you. Well, August 5th is my birthday, so I was just, I don't, get ah. that, I don't get to hear that date very often. So I'm excited. So as a hear. reminder, Frank, Frank is, that's why you're doing his show August 3rd. That was one of your birthday presents. August 3rd. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're going to be on, you're going to be on, 
I'm going to return the favor, Ken. (laughs) Just remember, he's on. It's a Wednesday, and so that's why I had to get get your permission to make sure that that was locked in. So yeah, Yeah. you're. It's at one or one thirty that day. Yeah. You know, Ken. This is this is is actually part of a vision that Jeff and I had of having uh, show advisory uh, board members. Okay, detached from the executive board of Voice America representing each network. And what we were going to do is go out and look at the measurability, the suitability, the scalability of the hosts matching up with each other, interviewing one another and cause what is called audience convergence mm-hmm. and turn around and basically blow this network up. And that's still in the works. Well, that makes sense to me because if you take all the audiences that Voice America has, they're very, they're very detached, most likely because they're not being cross-marketed. And if you had one host like yourself, go to each of the other hosts and they get introduced, you're, it, the number's pretty huge. Well, people pretty don't realize time. it, but IP protocol, live talk show host, content radio, which is number one in the space in Voice America, that's gonna be the way things are gonna roll, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, cable's gonna be a bye-bye. People are not going to sit in front of their HD TVs, you know, laptops, desktops. Give me a break. Millennials, which is the upcoming generation and the next people who are going to start buying from us is going to be across the smartphone. Now, when I saw that, I decided to put four investor partners on this show. I have California Senior Guide Magazine, which is the biggest digital magazine in the senior community in California. One million eyeballs on that. I have Lon Gibby of Gibby Media, who's got 40 years background of Hollywood, veterans, nonprofits, absolutely amazing production company. I've got Alan Lowe, who's got the biggest digital business card platform of $69 a year, if you can believe that. He's also part of this incredible uh, move that we're doing and the mode of business solutions, which has been with me since the inception of the show that basically put a Borgish more together of products and services for small businesses and helping them out, you know, in marketing communications. I also turned around and took 5% because I laid 20% off to the four investors. They own 5% of me each. Okay. And then I took another 5% and I put it into a pool, which I call the proactive participation pool. So those people that come alongside of me, like my live director, Ross Taylor, when I do live events, when the show sells and our goal is $100 million in eight value in the next three to five years, we will turn around and have 5% of that go to that participation pool. And I also handed 5% off to Voice America. So I've given away 30% of this show. Okay. So we had an idea with Jeff a while back about each host being a directory of how their synopsis of their show, much like an Amazon synopsis and a way to review the show, et cetera. Um, and we presented and he was all about it. Unfortunately, his health did go sideways a bit. And so Robert Cellino was very excited about it, but obviously juggling the, uh, the operations. So we went, diverted and did a podcast book instead. And the podcast book was uh, the top 100 positive podcasts. That way we could just keep it upbeat happy. So I'll, I'll just show you real quick the cover that we worked on, just so you see it's not just talk. This is, uh, this is the cover. Very nice. And we we're going to have each of the people holding a key smiling card saying that they're all about bringing a positive message, inspiring people in the world. And then they have the QR code right to Voice America, so they get to get right in their episodes. And uh, it, had, it had two components to it. One was a synopsis, and then the other thing was some of their favorite things, like their favorite book or their favorite movie, their favorite quote, et cetera. So you get to know the host a little better too. Well, you know, Ken, I mean, you know, Jeff, when he first, uh, you know, brought me to Phoenix, when we did his show, you know, Finding Frequency, when we launched the platform, we actually did that in July before we launched in August. He took me in his office. He took out a file, hauled it up like this. And he said, Frank, what I hold in my hand was the last show that sold for millions of dollars off Voice America. I said, really, what did it sell for? He said, $38 million with a 40,000 metric audience, you know, documented uh, following. And I said, wow. He said, what you're doing and the markets you're taking this into, he says, I think it's going to be much bigger. So what we did is we took a look at it from an innate value point of view with my four investor partners. And really, and it's not mathematical science here, and I'm not saying it's exact, but you should look at every 10,000 of audience translating to somewhere between eight and 10 million innate value. So our goal is to take this to 100,000, okay, metric audience listening to this show. That's beautiful. I, I want to show you a book that we can work on in as a tribute to Jeff and all the gifts he's given, not just us, but the world. This is the book that I published for him back in 2000, I think 15 or 16. 
Beautiful. So we need to we need to make a second edition and include all this amazing um, marketing ideas and impact ideas. Well, you know, I would really love to do a dedication show. I have been wanting to do a dedication show, a memorial show, uh, Jeff, and I still intend to do that. Well, let's that would be nice because you know it was pandemic and we couldn't do anything to you know get get together. This would be a great way. Yeah, well, I can well, tell you one of the one of the visions that are unfulfilled, and we're moving that direction. Okay, I have an advertiser coming on board called Affordicare, which is the biggest benefits platform in the United States. If I took you to Texas Stadium in Dallas, you know those big screens they got on the top of that dome, they occupy mm-hmm. one of them. Can you imagine what that costs, right? <laughs> and they've got ten thousand insurance agents from fifty nine hard locations across this country pushing out this incredible benefits platform. Well, I put that company together with Business Group Resources, who's also a sponsor on my show since the inception, and they just did a JV. So what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be moving towards bringing on CEOs onto the show. We're gonna look at the measurability, scalability, and suitability. That's where I'm gonna need a publicist, okay, to basically match these guys up before I get them on the air, and the whole goal is gonna be to transact business in 48 minutes. Nobody is doing that in America. Nobody. And now when is? Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the goal. Well, um, you know, give me some uh, dates that you would like to consider and we can work together to make this memorial for Jeff. I would love to do that. Well, I'm booked all the way through almost August, but uh, I, I think it would be appropriate to have it nearer to the anniversary of his death. What do you think? I agree. Because it's Gives still it's still very much fresh in everybody's mind, very much, and it's uh it's it's just not a closure. There's yeah. No also, closure. there's a gentleman that's no longer with Voice America that I would like to have on that show because he knew Jeff probably better than anybody. Twenty four years in relationship, seventeen years as employee. Really, name share, Ryan Treasure. Oh my gosh, yeah, Ryan is amazing. Yeah, I love Ryan, and what a voice, right? So do I. And Ryan was the one who was the co-host for Frequency. Yes, he was. Yep. Yep. Even though he totally botched my bio. <laughs> that's all right. That's a, that's a joke between him and I. No, I like Ryan a lot. Well, uh, I'd like to give you an, an opportunity, and we can do links to some of your shows, but uh, if you'd like to share some of the bigger guests you've had on your uh on Voice America. Well, California Senior Guide is, is shooting me stars, okay? Uh, the first star they sent me was Paul Anka. Uh, if you know anything about Paul Anka, he was America's heartthrob. Uh, he yes. dated Annette Funicello. Uh, in 48 minutes, uh, I think we've created an NFT. Okay, That show probably could be sold because he revealed things that, you know, the general public doesn't know, you know. Like, he's the one that brought the Beatles to the United States. I couldn't believe my ears when I had him on the air, and he said that. Also, he wrote the music for one of the best-selling films of all time, The Longest Day, by Zanuck, you know, uh, regarding the first movie that was ever done about D-Day. Uh, but Paul just got off a national tour and he's going to be coming back on my show. And I'm excited about that because the, the whole, you know, basic show is going to be, what did you discover when you went across America during the right. pandemic? That should be an amazing show. And then from there, Lisa Gibbons was on with me, uh, about a month ago. And if you know anything about Lisa, she's the one that won the entrepreneur award. She blew out Geraldo in front of Donald Trump and won a million dollars. And she was America's heartthrob in TV, radio. I mean, this guy was amazing. But then her mother caught Alzheimer's and she basically detached herself from Hollywood for 10 years. So what was amazing is people forgot who she was. Can you mm. believe that? I mean, they did. OK, I mean, you removed yourself from Hollywood that long. You know, your your you know, pizzazz is going to go away. But I've got stars upcoming Han Solo. I say I show you what they played so people understand who I'm talking about. The guy that says you got to know your limitations. Mr. Yep. Clint Eastwood. Captain Kirk. He's going to be on there. Yep. I mean, you cannot believe I would have had Betty White uh, because the magazine did a major spread on her and she was going to be on my show. Fortunately, she passed away. But California Senior Guide has had a star on that cover dating all the way back to 2016. And now I've been appointed their official radio host because Mm -hmm. they had a radio platform. They took it down. So now I'm the guy. And what's interesting is we just got a incredible full page ad deal for Voice America where they're promoting the health and wellness channel in that magazine and we intend to take that and my show into the senior community well we'd like to share how they bring hope to the world um i'll i'll dash off and get the hope book but i will just show you really quickly our lovely story uh picture of lisa gibbons there you go 
<laughs> She's an amazing yes. lady. And we have your photo, right? With a key smiling. We do. Awesome. So I'm just going to get the dose of hope real quick. Actually, actually I can just show it. And then, That's a better way to do it. Yeah. So we want, we want to make sure that we have you, your story, as well as some of these other people. And I think we could put you in the back since you're such a, a strong personality for bringing stars that really make a difference. So this well, is- and I love that you're going back and revisiting the people who are considered seniors or our elders and the people that we grew up loving and respecting. Well, you know, I, mean, I watched Earl Burnett last night. I, and I want to have my own variety show. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea, if you know BTO, one of the things I want to do is get Bachman Turner override on my show because taking care of business is an icon music piece that they created. All your baby boomers out there will rock to that song. And doing live events, I want to be able to use that song to get these guys rocking in the chairs, you know, so we get them in the right mindset uh, when we're doing live events. So I would love to have them on the show and, and ask them, hey, where'd you come up with that song? Well, you're going to be in yeah, this book here. And this book has some very lovely people in it, like Rob Angel, who created a Pictionary, sold over oh, yeah. 23 million. And we have, and he, he'd be a great guest on your show, by the way. Absolutely. Here's William Paul Young, who wrote The Shack, that became yeah. a movie. Yeah. So you'll be in good company with some really cool people. And then you, of course, know Frank Shankwitz, right? Yep, I do. Yeah, Frank is obviously just like Jeff. And that is uh, his story of how he brings hope to the world. So I love the fact that we could actually include you and have, that's, this book is a uh, predict to go out to, well, I should say downloaded 10 million to 20 million times because of the caliber of people that are sharing their hope story. Yep. So, well, I think we could almost make voice America a partner in this project. I would love to do that. I mean, Robert Cialino is my senior executive producer. Of course, you know, now he slipped into two big shoes, you know, being the new yep. GM of voice America. I, I don't think it gets any better than that. Having him and my team. No kidding. No kidding. All right. So any other uh, guests you want to share that you, Really love their show because Paul Anka, that was quite a quite a share. Well, I can tell you this. I've got Bill Walsh coming on on the 27th. That name, I'm sure, rings a bell. I mean, he is yeah. a motivator's motivator. Uh, and then uh, Marshall Silver is in the wings. Marshall Silver was uh, Vegas's hypnotist. Yeah. And now he's big time motivating small businesses across the country. Uh, so we're turning around and, and looking at him. But, uh, you know, the whole idea, you know, I mean, my criteria is going to change uh, for my guests, uh, you know, pretty soon in the fact that, you know, we definitely want to have people who bring unity, relationship, and the law of reciprocity. I believe all three of those things are absolutely a necessity for small businesses to return to profit. That's very cool. Uh, Andre, any other things you wanted to share with regards to the meeting and the event that you saw? Well, um, you'll be meeting Ted uh, Blickwettle, Ken. Uh, Ken, uh, we've hired Ken to be the photographer for Ted's event here that we're having in uh, Baltimore, D.C., uh, DMV area. And uh, Ted, he just had Ted on his show. And I, Frank is amazing once he has you on his show. So it'll be very fun. That's why I'm excited about you being on his show is Frank, the more he gets to know you and reveals what he has, he gives up his heart and then wants to know, how can he help you? How can he help you? And it's based on his, he has just a really vast Rolodex of connections himself. And Frank, what he's done for the military for, um, you know, if you could maybe add a little more about what you did with the people who work, the, the, Military people in Vietnam. What, what is it? R, yeah, R, ARVN? Yeah, I was a background actor in a movie called Ride the Thunder. I was in five scenes uh, by quite by accident uh, because Greg Gillespie, who actually had a speaking part in that movie, he's in the uh, 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 lunch scene. And I'm in that scene at the table sitting right behind the uh, lead star. That uh, story was all about Lieutenant Colonel John Ripley, who hung off the bridge at Dong Ha five times under murderous fire of the, of the NVA and a battalion of Russian tanks trying to take Saigon in 1973. And he blew up that bridge and they you know, got forced off their line of march. But anyway, make a long story short, that got me to an introduction with President Quang Minh Dao of the Third Republic of Vietnam, which is a Vietnamese government in exile here in California for over 31 years. And he had never had an ambassador to the United States, and he didn't have an American anywhere in his repertoire of leadership. So he appointed me the first emissary of the Third Republic to the United States. So I represented the interests of the government to both the United States government and business interests. 
That's how that all came about. I was in that position for a year. Are you a veteran as well? No, no, never served. Uh, I was in college. I had a two-ist deferral. There was a draft. There was a lottery, right? And uh, my number was 121. They stopped at 118. And I always say, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, <laughs> of the living God must have shielded me from going to Nam because since I met all these Vietnam veterans when I was involved with the movie, and we actually did, and that's where you wanted me to go, uh, Andrea. We had a move that came out of the movie called Bridging the Gap. And Greg Gillespie, who was a veteran on the USS Ticonderoga during the Tet Offensive, uh, where they sailed a United States aircraft carrier up an inland river in Vietnam. Can you imagine that? That was target number one of the North Vietnamese to blow that carrier up in that inland river. Can you imagine? It'd still be there, quite frankly. Okay. Anyway, they launched a bunch of sorties. Not a bullet hit the flight deck. But from that, Greg had a vision to repatriate U.S. veterans and ARVN veterans because they hadn't seen each other in 45 years since the fall of Saigon in 75. So what we did at the premiere of the movie, we lined up U.S. veterans and ARV veterans. They met in the middle, kissed each other, hugged each other, cried in each other's arms. And we did about three of those at the different showings of the movie. And then Greg was killed 2015. How? Drunk driver. So I had to finish it out. I was like aide de camp. And we did one more of that at the Vietnam War Memorial in Westminster, which I may add is paid for by the Vietnamese people. Doesn't have a dime of public money in it. Wow. That's really amazing. So I want to uh, make sure we have your audience, our audience learn a little more about you with our rapid fire questions. So we ask you a really poignant, fast questions. You give us fast answers. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, What's a book that changed your life? Book that changed my life is the Bible. And what's a book you give to people? Look, I give to people, quite frankly, I would say probably more than anything is Pattonisms. I really respect George S. Patton. If he'd have been a business owner, he'd have been a real good one. I agree. I agree. Andrea? What's a song that you play to get yourself jazzed up and moving? Taking care of business every day. That was predictable. (laughs) (laughs) And what's the movie that inspired you? I wasn't sure, though, for his whole life. (laughs) movie that inspired me probably was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Probably my favorite movie of all time. I should have been a politician, should have been a lawyer. It didn't happen. Uh, But my dad told me a long time ago, what's more powerful, the seat or the ears that are sitting in it? Hmm. Cool. Andrea? Who's the person that you'd like to meet, living or dead? I would probably like to meet Donald J. Trump because I happen to think Donald J. Trump has a heart for small business. I'd love to get him on my show. And is there, I was going to ask you who is someone you haven't had on your show. You want on your show. Is that the same answer? I would have to say that, but at the same point in time, I think I'd like to get Rand Paul on because Rand Paul is probably the one that I would think that we would be in front of uh, should the uh, 2022 elections uh, return the power to the Republican party. Hmm. Okay. And uh, who's your hero? Of all time, got to be Abraham Lincoln, because this nation was ripped apart. Yeah. And God raised up that man. And you know that there was a kneeling bench in his bedroom that he prayed to with an open Bible every day of his waking life of that presidency? I would, I would not be surprised. I know that. Not at all. You all remember that Donald Trump stood in front of the Abraham Lincoln Memorial for a good period of time and gazed up into that face? I do believe he dedicated his presidency to the memory of that president. Hmm. Very cool. Uh, what's a quote you live by? God's delays are not his denials. And what's, uh, how can people reach you? People can reach me at bizbuzz.live. That's my brand spanking new landing page. It will direct right to the website when we bring it up. Uh, there's enough information there and links to basically get everything you need to know about me, but we're afraid to ask. Okay. I, I, I was afraid to ask some things, so I'm glad I'm going to be able to go there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have two sons? I do. Ryan and Jason. Ryan is a network specialist for Blizzard, now been bought out by Microsoft. That uh, will be done, uh, I think, by the end of this year. My other son is also an entrepreneur in computers, and he's going to birth my grandchild, who's a boy. I have three granddaughters, and I'm sitting there going, where's the legacy? Ellering's going to die, right? And now he, and it's a miracle because he's a diabetic. He's an insulin diabetic. So uh, to be able to have my grandson uh, coming here in November, I'm really thrilled. Well, I'm really excited about uh, the conversation we had in the show with regards to it becoming a legacy for Jeff and us having a memorial for him. I, I have to say that, that really lit me up a lot internally because I, I think all the time that this show exists because of a man's vision. And I am one of those people 
that does the Steve Jobs connecting the dots. And I can't, I mean, between CEO space and Voice America, I have met more people. And even the people I may mention after that, it would be people that I met through those two things. So even like if, if I say secret knock and I met hundreds and hundreds of people that that, that came from Voice America and that came from CEO space. Well, what's amazing is, I mean, this hat is my new branding, right? But Jeff, mm -hmm. when he sent me back to Washington, he sent me an old Voice America logoed black hat and an incredible shirt, right, that I could wear on the air uh, to represent Voice America. I hang that hat on my mic at the end of every show as a memorial to him. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this the classy way and letting Jeff know that he is one of the more powerful people that has given a voice to America. So uh, thank you, Jeff. We know you're listening to us. And uh, Robert, thank you for taking the, the helm. And Ryan Treasure, you are certainly uh, one of the anchors of why that show and the uh, company rocked. So thank you so much. Uh, Andrea, why don't you give us uh, another shout out to our sponsors? And I'm really excited about this uh, event we're going to do. And thank you so much for making this possible to Voice America Influencers Channel, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Ample Affluence, Perfect Publishing, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com. And we ask you to stand uh, in smiles with us for www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Keep smiling and back to you, Ken. So Frank, you gave me an idea. I might have to redo my background and have uh, Jeff Spinard photobomb me in every single show. It works. <laughs> it you know, one of the missions that I have is the fact that small business encompasses 50% of our GNP, 85% <clears throat> of our hiring. I think the word small in front of business is absolutely a misnomer and a mischaracterization. I am out to remove that word in front of business because what it does is it basically delegitimizes the value of what all these small business owners are out here. Small business is business in America, it is. period. Well, and, and they're the most courageous leaders we have because they do almost the impossible every day. They create, they create value and they don't do it with the aid of anybody and they make, they make their voice and their, their mission heard every single day. So thank you for that reminder, Frank. Uh, this is Ken Roshan on Voice America. Stay amplified and support small, big business. And you're going to be thanking your neighbors for actually creating your community. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.